This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Hello, welcome to the podcast. You've downloaded it. You know what it is, unless you're a new person, in which case, why did you download it? Coming up... Pervy goggles. And... Ever been on telly. And... Justin's five-point test. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. So it was a three-day week for me this week and there was a lot of messing around. This podcast pretty much contains no real content. Here's an example. We had uh, Matt Lockwood filling in for you, Kelly Betts, while you were off gallivanting around. It was like having Alan Bennett's dad in. Have a listen to this. I have a serious question, OK? I'm flying to Edinburgh today. Flying to Edinburgh because it's about a third of the price of a train. I was looking forward to getting the train. Five-hour train journey. Take the laptop, take a DVD, you know, watch some films, do a bit of work. Cost a fortune. I'm flying up there for eight, up and back for 80 quid. Beautiful. I'll have some of that. Now, uh, I always get confused. So I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm parking there today uh, about 10, half 10, and then I'm picking up my car tomorrow night about 8. Right. Is that long-term or short-term car park? Long, I guess. Well, is it? Short-term has got to be less than a day, surely. Get your headphones on, Matt. So I'm parking, oh, in a, I'm parking at Heathrow today, about 11. Yes. I'm getting home tomorrow night about 8 o'clock. So yes. what, what's that? That's, that's... Oh, that's a good question. 12, that's 24, that's 34 hours. That's long-term. Yeah. Is that long-term? That's long-term, yeah, because short-term would be like an hour, two hours max. That's but it. surely long term is like a week. If you're going to, on holiday for a week, that's long term. Well, that's longer, longer term. What? That's longer, longer Some, term. Luton Airport, I think, has a mid-term, mm. doesn't it? Well, Luton Airport, if you park for 15 minutes, is it a pound or something? <laughs> yeah, it's a quid. What kind of car park is that? <laughs> Expensive one. <laughs> he knows his microphone's on, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. I love He's it. He's always like this. I, lo- I know he is, this and is I love it. the edited version. Where is Kelly, by the way? What happened to her? I don't know. She's here. The voice has just changed. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly, I do apologise. Those, those pills are finally working. Yeah. So you're, you're saying that if I'm, if I'm parked this morning and picking up my car up tomorrow night, that's long-term? I'd say so, yeah. I would say that's long-term. How much, how much is it costing you? I don't know. I've not, I, this is what I don't know. I've not got there yet. Uh, the auctionman. 40 quid. 40 quid. <laughs> Well, no, it can't be 40 quid. If it was 40 quid, I'd get a valet. <laughs> no, I'd get a valet parking. I like the valet parking. You, oh. can, um, you can cash in your points and get those, you know. What points? For certain supermarkets. Tesco? Mm-hmm. I haven't got a club card. Get one. I don't want them knowing what I'm buying. Why? I they don't... know anyway. No, no, no. It's funny they... what they send you ad- things for. Sorry? What they send you things for. What's he talking about now? Well, they send... I, got stuff... I get stuff for jam, corn and pies. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why! <laughs> and slippers and pipe. And frozen yoghurts. But I don't buy frozen yogurts, so I don't know who is. Uh, They're trying to get you into the twenty-first <laughs> century. Using my club card in that. Get you away from ski. I <laughs> ski. Does ski? They still make ski. I need to get the weather on, so I can't talk to you now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to mess it up this time, do I? Again. No, it's only once. Right. What's the number? It's a hundred percent mess up so far. Listen to the concentration. This is concentration now. Four. <laughs> don't tell everyone what the number is. Oh, okay. Dial. But press it, but don't <laughs> say it out loud. Oh, to us. Oh, yeah. Shh. Yeah, OK. Not loud again. Is my microphone off now? No, it's on. Oh, no. OK. Right. Right. It's like sitting next to my grand. 
<laughs> oh, can we can we keep Matt? I like Matt. I'd like him. Yeah, I like Matt. I mean, I like Kelly. I don't Dale. really. But we've had her a while. She's, She's a, not annoying. cute anymore, is she? No, annoying. Oh. Look, <laughs> look at his face. You keep dialing four a lot. There's a lot of fours in this number. That may have been the problem last time. Uh, I think we have weather. When you want to do weather. Who's, who have we got? Let's start. Who's, what, what fader are they on? Four. Morning weather. Who's weather today? Hello? <laughs> Why is weather not on that one? Hello? Is there Hello. anybody? Who's there? there it's go. Kate. There we go. Kate, uh, Kate, do you know what fader you're on here? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go for two. Um, let's, OK, keep talking. Let's, let's go for two, maybe three. You were on two. She was right. You see, Matt? Even there we when... go. I've sorted it. Right, we, we're sorry <laughs> we missed you earlier. That's OK. But... <laughs> We're I'm having still fun. here. I'm I'm waiting. Not. I've just been waiting for an hour <laughs> in <laughs> silence. Kate, bless you. Stay there. We'll be with you in a couple of minutes. I'm glad we've got that sorted. There was an advert in some of the papers this week for um, victims of Jimmy Savile to come forward and claim, uh, uh, telling them how to make a claim um, against the estate of Jimmy Savile. Well, it prompted quite a response. Here, we, we, here are two calls. One's from Elaine, who was a victim of abuse. But before that, this is what Dennis from Dunstable had to say on the matter. Jimmy Savile. Yes. He only made his money through his paedophilia when he was being looked after by a lot of people, including the BBC. Right, so now that money, whatever money he's made, should be taken off him and opened into a decent, a very good uh, place for youngsters to go to, you know, uh, so they don't get touched up again by these people. Look after the kids, for God's sake. That's where the money should go. Not, not the ones that's been done, it's too late for them, but give it to a decent orphanage, a very good orphanage. Well, hang on a minute. Yeah. Victim, the, the, the Savile's victims were in very good hospitals, were in very good orphanages, were yeah, in very good schools. It's got to be a good one. But they were good ones. Yeah, I realise that, but I'm just saying he was protected by lots of people, including the BBC, because they were making money out of him. Mm. So that money, whatever money he made, was made from paedophilia. And so it should be... I'm sorry about his family. They must have known what was... His family must have known well, what was going on. no. No, they mustn't have known. Must have known. No, 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 they mustn't have known. They mustn't have known. Why? Why, why, why would they know? The thing about paedophiles, Dennis, is they are very cunning and they are very clever and they are, are, are very good at lying. They, they, they are master manipulators and master liars. And the people around them, uh, and, and we have to say for legal reasons that I'm sure his family didn't know, but also I believe his family wouldn't have known because the, the, the people around them... It's like, you know, when the, when the fella next door m- cu- cuts off his wife's head and they go to, the, to the, the woman who lives a couple of doors down, oh, he seemed like such a nice fellow. He didn't seem the kind of person to do that. Yeah. That's the image that paedophiles present to people. Okay, fair enough. Whatever happens, still, the money that he's made should be put into a decent orphanage where it's looked after. But why? 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 Should, it not, should it not go... No. To, uh, I've not finished what I'm saying. I'm sorry. It shouldn't go to the victims, you're saying? No, no. It's why? They've had, why? They've had their day in court. Let, let, the, let the money go to... Some, What's he going to do with what when they get this money? What are they going to do? Well, I don't well, know. They could maybe spend it on therapy, or they could spend it on a nice holiday, or well, they could pay off a bit of their, their credit card bills. What, why does it matter what they do with it? No, I'm just saying, put it to where it's a better use. Where it's looking after somebody now, not somebody. some fella. Some fella, Dennis, comes up and smacks you in the street, yeah. right, knocks you down. You'd get compensation for that. I don't know. I'd probably kick him where it hurts. Yeah, yeah, you, you, fair enough. But you, you'd get. I got smacked in the street once. Got knocked down at Victoria Station years ago. I got a couple of hundred quid for that. Did you? Lucky for you. Yeah. Well, not so lucky. I'd rather not got smacked in the face. But I took the compensation, uh, and it, it kind of made it. A, uh, I don't. I don't say a little bit sweeter. That demeans it. It, it, it made things a little bit. 
better. It, it felt like there was a full stop at the end of a horrible sentence. Yeah, well, for, when I got damaged as an exercise, exercise place, got badly damaged. Uh, did you get any money for it? No, I did not. Why not? I didn't, I didn't even claim, because part of it was my fault. Right, OK. But no, you're not I, saying, you're not saying that the victims of Jimmy Savile, part of it was their fault, are you? Sorry? You're not saying that the victims of Jimmy Savile, part of it was their fault? No, I don't. I'm just saying that the money that he made should be put to better use. Sorry. That's my... You asked for my opinion. No, no, you're right. And listen, I'm not, I'm not having a go at you, Dennis. I'm, no. just trying to, I'm just trying to get my own thoughts around yeah, yeah, this. I, that's right. You did say all, all sorts of ideas. Well, fair enough. That's my idea. No, I appreciate it. I yeah. appreciate You appreciate it. And I appreciate it, etc., etc., etc. Do you have a nice Easter? Uh, I had a gorgeous Easter. Yeah, I've got a lovely family and so... But I think about my great-grandchildren, you see, what, yes. what would happen to them. Yes. I would I'd have cheerfully taken a broken bottle and castrated that fella... Yes. If they went anywhere near my great-grandchildren. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm protective of all the kids. I'm protective of all children, and yes. it hurts me that they get hurt. So it was a good Easter then, yeah? I had a smashing time, yeah. They, they, one of them was tw- six years old now. Oh, blimey. The eldest is six. The other one's not even born yet. Oh, gosh, how old is he? Yeah, well, he, he's about... Uh, I should think, let me see, he's about ten months. Here's something, right, this, and this is a thought I've often had, right, I'm, I'm um, going to be 41 in June, OK? Yes. So let's assume it's June the 9th, it's my 41st birthday. Ah, ah, ah! I'm 41 and nine months. Why yes. don't we include the nine months when I'm inside my mum's tummy as That's part right. of my part of my age? Because there, for nine months, you are alive and you're growing and you are something. Well, that's this little one that is due at the beginning of June. Yep. So, fair enough. It might be the same birthday as me. Dennis, thank you very much. Matt, put your headphones on because I've, I'm, I'm finding a kindred spirit here. I'm finding a long-lost brother from another mother. I hate people who say that. It's like people who say back in the day. Anyway. Sorry, I'm you, just talking over you now. That's right, I had your microphone down. It's your show, isn't it? Yes, it is, Matt. And yes, and it will be for quite a while, hopefully. Uh, right. You were nodding there at the birth date thing. I agree, actually, with that. I'd never thought about that. But, yeah, you're in the womb for nine months. Thereabouts. Why not include it? Yeah. Exactly. So my niece now is seven months, so she would be, what, seven and nine months? What's that? Sixteen months. Yeah. She'd be one and a bit. Look at profound, isn't it? It is profound. I'm, see, I'm profound, Catherine. He's new. He'll get you. No, no, no. He, I like Matt. We're keeping Matt. I'm profound. Matt, one question. Why don't you look at me? When I speak to you. <laughs> well, this is my friend. I'm imagining that you're the microphone. What? This orange thing here. Yeah, yeah. And I find if you talk away, you'll sound a bit off mic, so... To make sure that doesn't happen, I just look at this orange uh, thing. Uh, just to reiterate, ladies and gentlemen, he is looking directly at that orange microphone. Yeah. He's, he's, not, he's a bit battered, doesn't it? <laughs> it looks like it's been eaten by rats. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> he's off now, Matt. He's off. You can finish. You can finish your monologue. I'm putting it in your diary. Oh, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five, go. He's only just stopped talking. I love it. I want to keep him. <laughs> I want to keep him, please. I don't know what earphones I should have on. <laughs> Matter, Matt, doesn't matter. Does it don't matter? No. Oh. All right. Thank you very much indeed. Hi, Elaine's in Corby. Morning, Elaine. Good morning. What would you like to say? I'd like to say, um, as a lady that's been through this before, and I'm in my 40s, that the compensation of £60,000 would be welcomed uh, for ladies who have gone through this abuse. And, yes, the evidence has to be clear and, you know, factual. But the scars, the emotional scars, the physical scars, 
for 30 years, 20 years, does play on people's minds. So I think it's very important. It's a very sensitive subject. Mm. And people are on the bandwagon. But I think in the end of the day, those who have been absolute horrific victims in hospitals or in the BBC have to get compensation. I'm just trying to find a text that I want to read to you um, that we got sent in earlier on. You may not have heard. It's anonymous. Why didn't Savile's victims come forward when he was still alive? Suspicious. Now, okay. I think I know the answer to this, Elaine, but I wanted someone else to phone in with the answer. Well, my experience is uh, my abuse was 30 years ago when I was a child, and then I've lived with this experience all my life, and then it took me a whole year in counselling due to a bereavement, and then everything else came out, that I had this underrooted problem. And it is a very, very big problem for ladies in this country that have been abused many, many years ago. And in the end of the day, you know, you do suffer. And if, if you don't mind me asking, Elaine, if I ask anything that's inappropriate, t- tell me to jog on. But have you had um, kind of a, a legal retribution? Have you had, you know, a full stop if, if, if to your story as it were well my story is um i moved back to the town where i was abused and i kept on seeing the man and i didn't have his name i got back to the police where it was reported when i was younger and there were no uh, police records so you know i couldn't do anything but if it was a famous person and i have worked in media i'd be petrified because of the position and power that Jimmy Savile had, and you don't want to be a troublemaker. So, sorry, you went to the police saying, look, this this fella, the fella over there, he abused me 30 years ago, and there was nothing they could do? No, my mum took me to the police station at that point, and I was examined. The gentleman was let off. This is when you were a child? Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's, no, cause there's no further conviction. I can't do anything about it. So, for the young... Uh, ladies at 16 and 15 and the people that were in hospital beds I think they should be getting compensation from, if it was done on the BBC property, the BBC should be accountable for it and the hospitals so compensation should be coming from those corporate um, places. I'm not saying you're right or wrong but why do you think, if if, for example someone was abused in Stoke Mandeville Mandeville should pay for it, why why do you think that if someone was abused at the BBC, the BBC should pay for it what's your thinking behind that? Uh, because they were the responsible people who had and hired um, Jimmy Savile as a professional person within their company. So their conduct should have been on a professional situation and not in dressing rooms. Or in the hospital, which was the nurses and the doctors who knew that Jimmy Savile was doing this, and it was all hushed up, you know, they had a code of conduct too. Um, so I think we have to look on corporate levels. Children in need knew that he was um, an abuser and would never hire him. So, you know, there's a lot of people in a lot of higher positions that knew about this. And I think, you know, I understand the family as a state um, and £60,000 going out of pockets of his children or his nephews or whatever is an issue. But I tell you what, going on a holiday, having spa treatments getting your self-esteem back, your confidence back after something like this is, you know, it does help.
Catherine uh, mentioned earlier on that she would, uh, and it's, it's impossible, isn't it, for us to put ourselves in, in that position, but would feel uncomfortable spending uh, that kind of money. You, you, dis- you, you don't agree with that for you? Um, for me, if I was going to get even 20000 or 30000 it would be kind of um, treat me situation, get my confidence back, get my self-esteem back, maybe go for more counselling. There are other groups, uh, which is the National um, Association for Adults that have been abused. There's a lot of things that you can do with the money, and if you have been seriously abused and have been affected for 30 years, at the age of 45 plus or 40, you know, there's things that you could spend that money on. Sometimes we have a look at the papers and the adverts are the most interesting thing. Like this one, about binoculars. Well, they're not just binoculars. I love looking at things close up, but I often can't be bothered to travel to them. Right. Common uh, problem, I imagine. It is a problem. So what I normally use, binoculars. The problem with binoculars, <laughs> you've got to hold what them. What kind of items are we talking about you looking at through your binoculars? Or knocklers, as my uh, two-year-old calls them. Um, trees, deer, ladies. <laughs> OK. But the problem, if I'm looking at ladies through binoculars, I have to hold the binoculars. Or Good. deer. Good. My hands... Are... <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Stop. If I'm looking at, let's say, if I'm looking at a deer, lady, <laughs> dear, dear lady, if I'm looking at a deer at a distance... Um, How often does this happen? <laughs> when my, you have this conundrum. My hands are full with the binoculars. You might want to look at the map to see where the next point on your geocaching... Or, or I, can't, I, can't jot, I can't draw a little sketch yes. in my sketch pad. OK, well, look at this <laughs> paper. <laughs> Page 44 of the, of the Sun. Oh, my goodness. Forget expensive, bulky binoculars. Hands-free binoculars give you the magnification of binoculars in a lightweight pair of glasses. No more carrying heavy, bulky binoculars. So lightweight, you will hardly know that you have them on. But everyone else will. You look like a perv. I better know I've got them. I want to see things further away. This is like old-fashioned Google Glass. <laughs> Amazing new hands-free binoculars. Zoom in at home or away with up to 400% magnification. Some of the examples. A bird, a man on a horse, a man doing a wheelie on a motorbike. (laughs) (laughs) How much? They're free. They're free. Free. Hands-free binoculars for every reader. I want one. Oh, hang on. Amazing introductory offer. Buy one pair of hands-free binoculars for just nineteen ninety-five and get a second pair free. Go on, I'll go twos in with you. <laughs> I want. Can I get the free pair then? <laughs> yeah. You get the ones you pay for. No. But what's brilliant, right? <laughs> the only, the only hands-free binoculars you'll ever need. As though there are a massive range of hands-free binoculars. Which hands-free binoculars do I take today? Oh, these are the only ones I'll ever need. Pass me my pervo gogs. <laughs> There's a picture of the woman wearing them. She looks like she's got milk bottles on. <laughs> Your head follows the action. <laughs> wow. Oh man alive. Right. Okay, we're going to go we're going to go to the travel and then we're we're going to we're going to order some of these. These are just too good to to pass up. <laughs> oh yeah, and um this happened. Morning. In Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. How on earth are you this morning? I was in Edinburgh yesterday. I had a hire car. I crashed it twice! Twice! 
two crashes in a hire car. Luckily, when the lady said to me, do you want to take out the £26 insurance, otherwise it's a £1,000 premium, part of me was going, it's 26 quid. What, what are the chances of me crashing? Oh, go on then. And then I had to phone up the company and I spoke to this woman, Danielle. I said, Danielle, now just supposing I had one of your cars and just supposing I crashed it, have I got to pay anything? She looked at my account, I didn't. So I went nuts and crashed it again immediately after. Two crashes! What's Edinburgh ever done for me? That! Lots coming up on the show this morning. Radical youth, furious gardeners and a twitchy dealie. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Plus, plus, plus. I'm glad you're back, Kelly. Morning, Princess. Good stretch, Catherine. I can see everything. No, you can't. In my mind, I can. Um, yes. You. Did you call? No, doesn't matter. Uh, I'm glad you're back. Thanks, because... Princess. She because did. I've been. Oh. Well, wait. What, you've well, both going for our guns. Gone into your bags. What, what have you got? Head? What have you got? I've got um, one of your dodgy documentaries. Oh, the Bear Man. Oh, I'll have that. I'll have that. Me, I should have entitled this "Asking for It." Now we've had. We've I'll had. Now. Oh, I've got a film called "Asking for It." Else. It's good. She's gone. I'll do that joke again when she comes in. Hang on. Okay. She's coming through. Oh, Ian's got up. Oh, Ian's going to make us no, a jump. She's coming through. So. She's coming Kat's through. About to open the door. Keep and talking so that. Ian is going to make her jump. Keep talking oh. so that the studio tape doesn't kick in. We have to keep talking, otherwise, she's an emergency tape will kick in after 30 minutes of silence. Where's she gone? Ah, she's she's seen that Ian is hiding, so she's not going in there. You all right, Kath? <laughs> no, he's just on air doing a normal show. Oh, that uh, didn't work. Oh, that could have been amazing. We've got a serious story to do, so let me play a song, and then I'll tell you what I've got in my bag that you'll like a lot. Did that just happen? I just want to check. Um, put it in the podcast and find out. <laughs> Let me give you an insight into how the show works by reading this bit of paper. Catherine is pretty much the boss of the show. <laughs> She's there to keep me in line. Yeah. But sometimes, if I'm not happy with something, I will stop the show and say something about it, even if it's during the news headlines. So basically, I control the show. Here's me doing it. Even though you've just read what I've written oh, to do that. Yeah. And in sport, Manchester United... I'm refusing to do... Right, OK, listen, can I... Can I can I go on strike a little bit? Um, no. Well, you've only been back a. I know. Day. I'm. Ref- I'm. Go- let's just right. Let's. BBC well, the news is ended. Counties radio. End of the news. I want to go on strike a little bit. Why? I am disgusted by the amount of coverage a millionaire losing his job has been getting on the BBC. And I don't want to. Ref- I don't want to. I don't want to read about David Moyes. I don't want to do any David Moyes. I've done. I've done it. I've done him twice now, and I don't want. To, the, on where oh, were we? Fella suffered so much. Oh, he's going to get a ten million pound payout for goodness sakes! I sack me and give me ten million pounds. I'll go happily. On Tuesday, uh, the the uh, World at One on Radio Four. The first fifteen minutes 
were about David Moyes, and then they started talking about the situation in the Ukraine. Then they started talking about uh, uh, the, that Korean ferry where a, a, a whole generation of children have been killed. I literally... I am disgusted with the BBC for giving so much coverage to David Flippin' Moyes, a babysitter who... Suddenly, why did those players suddenly forget how to be good after nine months? He's going to get ten... He was on a £120 million contract. He's lost his job. He'll get ten million. I couldn't give a stuff. Okay, I'm glad you're not talking about David Moyes. I don't want him. Uh, I'm not too sure Stop talking about him then. He... You're doing it. Oh, BBC! Hey, we're gonna rock down to Electric Avenue. Then we take it higher. I like Eddie Graham because it's like good reggae. It's reggae that's not too reggae. But it's not UB40 either. Yeah. It's in between. Eddie Grant is um, Bob Marley minus UB40 equals Eddie Grant. Okay. Yeah? That's a good equation. No. Bob Marley divided by UB40 equals Eddie Grant. <laughs> What's. Can someone. Times by Lee Scratch Berry. Yes, yeah, just two white guys talking Could about you, <laughs> If you can work out the equation of what Eddie Grant is, the mathematical equation for Eddie Grant, so that if we needed to uh, create a theoretical Eddie Grant in a, in a laboratory, we could do it. 08459 555. You, you with me on this one, Kath? I think you might need uh, Chakademus and or pliers. Kels, what do you reckon? Salt and pepper. There we go. <laughs> You've got to throw them into the mix. And who says the BBC doesn't do science? Now, we're joined by American Gothic. <laughs> Chucky Swine. Catherine Boyle and Paul Scoyne. Go and go. Here's some, here's some fun for you kids. If it, we, we don't have a webcam. No, we don't have one that works. But you can recreate what the studio looks like now by Googling um, a very attractive 40-year-old man and also the picture American Gothic, because that is what Paul Scoynes and Catherine Boyle look like right now. No, it's a comp. It's a, well, hang on, Paul. You suggested it. I it's think true. we look like um, groovy hipsters. <laughs> you look like groovy hipsters' parents. Yeah, I, look, I was going to say I look like a groovy hipster. Now, parent. listen. I um, went to Edinburgh the last couple of days. Oh. Fantastic time. Um, you spent a lot of time in Edinburgh, didn't I lived you? Paul? In Edinburgh, yes. I just showed you some of the pictures that I took there. I took three pictures. Beautiful place. Beautiful place. <laughs> three pictures. Um, of, of some very significant places. Landmarks. Landmarks, indeed. Now, tell me your brown sauce story. Well, oh, well, you want this again? I want this again, yeah. In, yeah. Ed, in, in chip shops in Edinburgh, yeah. the predominant sauce is brown. If you right. ask for salt and sauce, as they say, it will be a brown sauce. It's like a okay. vinegary brown sauce. So changing it ever so slightly from what, the no, way you told no, it no, to no. us before. Not at all, because I said fish and chip shops. I no, made no, no. that very clear. Yeah. You also said... Didn't I? Oh, yeah, I did. No. Yeah. He didn't, did he? Well, did no. I just say restaurants? He did. Kelly, you can join in on he this. He said in Edinburgh, he the sauce is brown. Yeah. yeah, well, it is. Kelly? I have a very interesting story to tell you involving <laughs> brown sauce and Edinburgh. <laughs> he did preface oh. it with that. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, all there right. Right. I stand by that. Brown sauce. Is their main source. That's what in you Edinburgh. said. What? That is I've what got you said. On, so I can't tell. So. She's saying brown sauce. You said brown sauce is their main source in Edinburgh. It is. Yeah. That's what you said. That's what. Yeah. Right. Okay. And if you okay. ask for sauce, you'll mm. get brown okay. automatically. Because I was also in. A... said it was interesting. You did say it was yeah, interesting. I was in a restaurant well, in Edinburgh. Uh, it's made two two items. So. I was in a restaurant in Edinburgh yesterday. Mm. Mm. I had some food. We sat down. We had some food. Yeah. Um. Then they brought over the sauces, and I thought, oh, they're going to be bringing brown sauce. Red sauce. 
Oh, oh. She went back to get the brown sauce. The red sauce came first. Yeah, she's probably been fired for that first. <laughs> and secondly, where was the restaurant? It was in Edinburgh. It was whereabouts in Edinburgh, Ian? Near the fourth bridge in Edinburgh. So borders of Edinburgh. It was in Edinburgh. The further away you get from the centre of Edinburgh, the less dominant brown sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really your get out? No, no, it's true. Look, 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 if you Google. Uh, or any search engine, Bing, maybe. Do you know what the most searched thing on Bing is? Is it? It's Google. Is it Google? <laughs> it's Google. I can see why. Probably most of them from this office. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, the there is actually a, a man from Glasgow who was considering suing a restaurant in uh, Edinburgh uh, as it he felt had approached uh, uh, his human rights by um, charging him for tomato ketchup. Wowzers. Whereas the salt and sauce, brown sauce, What's vinegar it? combination yes. um, was free to all of them. I kind of switched off halfway through that. Mm. I crashed my car twice in Edinburgh. So, so hang on, are we going back to the fact that I, I win, you lose. No, you, you, yeah, correct. I win, you lose. You're right. I crashed my car twice in Edinburgh. It was a hire car. Now, when I took the hire car out, the woman said, Oh, laddie, would you like to take out an insurance for 26 pounds otherwise? <laughs> You'll have a thousand pound excessly, laddie. And I thought, 26 quid, it's a lot of money. That's a couple of CDs. Um, and I, I nearly did it. In the 90s. <laughs> I nearly didn't, but I did. And so I crashed the car the first time, and I phoned up this hire company. I spoke to a lovely young lady called Danielle. Uh, she was um, English, thank goodness. Uh, and I said, Danielle, now just supposing, just supposing I had accidentally, I don't know, crashed one of your cars, but I'd paid the £26 excess, would I... Um, am I in trouble? And she looks at my thing and says, no, no, you, you, can, you've, you can crash the car, you haven't got to pay anything. I went, good, well, hopefully I won't be crashing it again. Uh. She said, I hope not. It, I crashed it again. <gasps> Twice. <laughs> what is it with Scotland? <laughs> what is it? How did you, was it? Were you all right? Now you ask me. Well, three three minutes the, into this story. Fairness, Catherine's not asked me that one. First, first thing I've asked. Hey, listen, mu music fans, we've had the Beatles and the Stones. Yeah. We've had Oasis and Blur. We've had Take That and E17. We've had uh, Lady Gaga and Justin Bieber. I don't know. Well... They've arrived. Oh, yes! They've arrived. Mrs Mills versus Mrs Miller. <laughs> yeah? Wow. Bring you it. want some? Let's start with the Mills. Now, Paul, I'll let, you, I'll let you choose the Mills. OK. Pick a song, any song. There are some famous ones. There are some... We talked about her the other week. There are some famous ones. There are some not-so-famous ones. You pick a Mrs Mills track, and we'll have a little bit of Mills. <laughs> what are you laughing at? So, so many options. Attempting. So many options. There are some good ones, aren't there? I'm tempted to uh, say uh, track 27. Track 27. Should we, should, we, should we guess? Is it a famous one? Yeah. Okay. Let's have a little listen. This is track 27. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. She does that one too, but this is oh, what's this love. Cause you wave me goodbye. Here I go. <laughs> this is like BBC local radio from oh, from now in some places. <laughs> Kels, you loving it? I don't know what's happening. I do, just listen to the beginning of this song. I would imagine it sounds like a CBBC theme tune. She's being cranked up at the beginning of this. This is number one. This woman 
has sold, this woman has sold millions of records. I grow apple trees and honey bees and snow white turtle dust. Everybody drinks coke. See, that's good. I imagine there was a lot of smiling to camera and winking, that's, a bit of waving. Now, that's Mrs Mills. Now, we have Mrs Miller on the subject Mrs Mills has mentioned. Is she the one that had the party in the background? I don't know if she has, but we were told that we need to, we need to play Monday Monday, the Mamas and the Papas song by Mrs Miller. This is not bad so far. Hang on. This is quite nice. I could dig this. Monday, Monday. Wow. So good to me. Wow. Where did that come from? Monday, Monday. It was all I wanted but me. Is she Chinese? Is she? Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. These guys are great though. Yeah. Monday, Monday, sometimes. Okay, alright, okay. This is uh, I think Mrs. Miller wins, hands down. <laughs> I love that one. This are there is... any crossover songs? Are there any that she well, does the same? Can we put oh, I don't know. We, we, should, we need to have a little look. There'll be something. There'll be something. This is um What's the difference between Mrs. Miller and Mrs. Mills? Uh the voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this is a, a famous four season song, Let's Hang On by Mrs. Miller. <laughs> There ain't no use seeing our goodbye. This is how my mum sings. <laughs> She's doing mum singing. And my grand. True <laughs> love takes People bore this. a lot of trials. She's insane. Basically the precursor to the opera babes. <laughs> <laughs> She's going for it now. A little bit behind the beach. Right, we'll have one. <laughs> have one more. <laughs> is this woman dead? Singing like that, she probably is. She should have her own BBC Four season. <sighs> oh, it's been a hard day's night. You've got to put four or Mrs. Miller together yeah. against 28. Oh, oh, we could do a battle. Mills. We're having a little mashup, are we? Right, hang on a second. So 28 on Mrs. Mills, number, yeah, so number four. What are we going to do with this? Do we need to have some sort of um, text vote that we can't call a text vote? No, we're not allowed to call them text votes. Uh, can we just, which do you like the best, okay. Mills or Miller? Here we go. We're going to do it simultaneously. Let's Let's go.
because my head would become like this. <laughs> okay, I think that'll do. Wow. How do you else feel sick? Actually yeah. nauseous. Here we go. I go all together. Kind of. We She's obviously never heard the record. She doesn't know the tune. was um, hellish, wasn't wow. it? Why is Kelly crying? You right, Kels? Ambitions. It's just evaporating. I just don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to borrow these CDs and take them to one extra? <laughs> Fancy that? No. Play an air horn over them. Can we have um, a Mrs Miller every day? Yes, we can. <laughs> Yes, next, I tell you, next week we'll have Mrs. Miller Week and we want people to get in touch with their stories. Well, fight it, I mean, I, I'm assuming. All Miller, no filler. All, she must. <laughs> she must oh. be dead. Wow, hang on. Well, Just I wish think. her well if she is. No, I, if, if, she's not, if she's not dead, then man, we've got we to gotta track this lady down. And we gotta, we've got to get her on, haven't we? Is she English? I think she's. Is she not Chinese? <laughs> Sounds Italian. Let's have, well, let's have, She's definitely been schooled right. in the Italian. Let's, 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 let's have one more to take us up to um, to Alice. So that Alice is. I feel sorry for Alice Glossop. Why? Well, because she only ever hears <laughs> like the minute before she comes on because she's elsewhere, and she just must think, oh, I don't really. Have I got to do three counties this morning? Can't can I do BBC Sussex or something? One of the. So she, all she hears is this kind of stuff. We'll play this up to uh, Alice Glossop. Here's Mrs. Miller in downtown. <laughs> Ever wanted to go out on a date with Justin Dealey? Well, here's how you go about it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that must be tough for you, Just, because you, I mean, you are a beautiful man. Uh, really beautiful. Uh, how, do you, how do you find girls that even come close to, to the nine and a half that you are? Um, for me, it's, um, it's all about music taste. My key question, name me your top five <laughs> albums, OK? No, seriously, <laughs> this is a serious question. And if they get it wrong, it's ta-da. Okay, well let's let's assume, and I know that the, 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 neither of you are available at the moment. Let's assume Kelly Betts is young, free, and single. Okay, mm-hmm. so let, let's Kelly. Uh, you you just met Justin in a bar. Sorry about that. You think he's hot. You want to trot. It's fantasy. Okay. Uh, so Justin, let's bring up the conversation about the, the the albums. How would that go? And let's hear our answer. Okay, so it'd be um, uh, what, what's your name again? Kelly. Kelly. Hi, Kelly. What's yours? Uh, J Dog. From the radio. You're from the radio. Yes. No oh no! Hang Don't on a second. Bring the show into it. <laughs> Don't bring the show into it. We know that once okay. the show gets thrown into it, he's, he's not, not interested. interested. Don't bring the show right. into it. Okay. So, um, what's wrong with your face? Uh, it's twitching a bit, but um, that's a different issue for a different day. Okay. Um, Kelly, can I ask you uh, a random question? Of course, um, Princess. We're, we're here in this bar and they're playing some good music. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say is your uh, your top five albums of all time? Top five. Yeah. Come on. Pain in My Heart by Otis Redding. Yep. Um, Morning Glory by Oasis. Mm-hmm. He's giving nothing away, is he? No, I know. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I would react off his face. Two. Like, for example, Keep going. Three more. If Come I on. said Otis Redding and <laughs> you were like, mm, and you looked impressed, Beatrice or Kelly, then I'd throw keep over going. some, keep going. Come on. you know. God, we need three more going. albums. AM by Arctic Monkey- Monkeys. Yep. The Beatles. I can't think of which one that I'd pick, though. Yep. Let's just say best of. Ooh, Makes yeah. everyone happy. Okay. How many have I yep. said? You said four now. Keep going. Oh, and knowing you... No, I don't know him, do I? 
No. Have we just met? You've just met him. What I would say off the back On of your that look, is... I would say Bros. Kelly, it's been lovely to meet you, um, but number three, unfortunately, has blown it for you. I've got to go. Number Bye-bye. what, sorry? The Arctic three. Monkeys. The Arctic Monkeys. Oh. You lost it on the Arctic Monkeys. Do you know where she lost it for me? Go on. The Beatles, the best of? No! Oh. Pick an album! <laughs> exactly. Revolver. Yeah, oh. But seriously, what are you doing tonight? Can, Can I have a try for just a All right, class? so, so, so you've, gone, you've gone to uh, um, an over-50 singles night... <laughs> Just yes, and yes, you, you fancy you <laughs> and you fancy helping out on OAP. Yeah. So uh, let's have the conversation with Kath. Okay. Um, hey, Catherine, how you doing? Really well, thanks. Hot Good. stuff. Great. Um, your friends tell me that, that you're into music. Is this yeah. true? Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, I'm thinking here. Let's play a little game. Okay. Are you up for a game? Buy me a drink first. Um, okay. We'll come back to that in a second. Okay. If you if you get me. <laughs> If you get the top five albums correct here, right. I'll buy you a drink. How does okay, that sound? Okay, I've got it. Yeah, Let's fine. play a game. Right, Ooh, so name your top really five sexy. albums of all time. Come on. Michael Jackson, Off the Wall. This is oh, good. Oh, yes. It's a belter. You should have stopped there. Thriller, I'll, I'll let go. Uh, Mike Reed Sings by Mike Reed. Have you heard the album? It's brilliant. No? Keep going. If you don't like Mike Reed, then the conversation can end here, Justin. Seriously, is that the best you've got? Might read. Somebody like me. Might read things. It's flipping amazing. Just hang on a second. I'm better than that. Just, I, I think she's dumping you. No, no, I'm dumping her. Number two has blown it for Catherine. Number three for Kelly. Guys, I've got to go. I'm out of this singles club. It's not working for me. <laughs> He's Kelly, gone. I'll have you, Kath. Go on then. He's just gone. Well, we've pulled. <laughs> exactly. Oh, dearie me. Oh, wait, four, five, nine. What? Wait, Justin, are you still there? Hi, boss. Hi, <laughs> Mike, Princess. What, what are your top five albums? I want to uh, see if I'm interested. My top five albums would be probably Genesis, Invisible Touch. Oh, see you later. Yeah. See you later, um, Justin. Donald Fagan, The Nightfly. Wow. The Beatles, Sergeant Pepper. Oh. Um, I would also go for Off the Wall by Michael Jackson. Oh. No, you can't have that. I got that. And uh, for the last one, probably Phil Collins, No Jacket Goodbye, required. Justin. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> Turns out Justin's my dad. <laughs> what a terrible taste in music that He's man's single, got. He's single, isn't he? I, Just a, I think he, he is. He could be now. I think that's why. He could be now. <laughs> give us a call. There's a story on the front page of the Daily Telegraph, which I thought, thought uh, might be worth a little uh, look at. Benefit cuts lift self-employment. Now, we've had lots of stories, haven't we, about benefit cuts and the, um, the spare room subsidy and people being taken off job seekers allowance and disability allowance and all those things and how it's bad and how it's, it's, it's adversely affected people, it's changed people's lives for the worst rises in food banks, all this kind of stuff well, the Daily Telegraph is suggesting that in some ways it's worked, it's a good idea. Bank of England figures suggest that coalition's welfare reforms have helped to create a new generation of entrepreneurs. There's an extra R in entrepreneurs Yes, I, I'm always surprised when I see it there, no one says it, entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. I would say entrepreneurs. But it's a French word isn't it? Someone who undertakes Probably. No, it's an English word. It means someone who starts up a business. (sighs) Benefit cuts are pushing more people into self-employment and helping to create a new generation of entrepreneurs. It's like prerogative. Mm. He he doesn't sing prerogative. He's prerogative. Well, I wouldn't take uh, grammar advice from him anyway. Bobby Brown. We all know what... He sings prerogative. It's prerogative. Jeez. He also says axe. What can he do? He's doing that extra syllable thing that Elton John does. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. 
Benefit cuts are pushing more people into self-employment and helping to create a new generation of entrepreneurs, the Bank of England has suggested. The bank announced that one of the most striking features of the economic recovery has been the record 4.5 million Britons who are now self-employed. One more paragraph. Mm. Isn't it because they all got the sack and they've got well, to earn yes. somehow? According to official figures, the number of self-employed workers has risen by more than 600,000 since 2010, accounting for more than a third of the 1.5 million new jobs created since then. Well, it, it, it doesn't matter how they got there or why they got there, but the fact they've got there, if it's to do with cuts in benefit, making people get off their backsides and um, set up their own business, use their own initiative, become entrepreneurial, then uh, that's a good thing, isn't it? Um, On the face of it. You kind of are self-employed, aren't you? Yes. I like being looked after. (laughs) I've not been looked after since I was 20 and I did a Christmas job at HMV. That was the last time I was looked after and and I had rights. Uh, well, they did. They thought I'd nick a load of money. What? I was their hardest worker there. I, I filled in the, the job application form and I filled it in really well because I Good for was. You, mate. Sorry. Good for you. Because uh, I was intelligent, I could write. And I met the manager and he said, "Ian, I've been really looking forward to, re- to meeting you. Your job application form was so good, I took it home to my wife to show for a laugh." No, it was good. Oh. Uh, and I was. They, they, every time I get a job in a shop, they always say, "So when uh, Ian, listen, I like to talk to you. When, when do you want to start management training?" No, thanks. I'm going to be an actor. Yeah, okay. And they want to be. Anyway. So in six months. Wait, um, an actor? Yeah. That's what Is that what you be? originally wanted to be? Yeah, 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 totes. Were you in the bill? I auditioned for the bill. Didn't oh. get it. I'd have my hair cut short. Casualty? I. Uh, anyway, crime listen. Watch. No, no, I mean, no. Even I've been in Crime Watch. Listen, please. That's for different reasons. Please true. listen to me. Um, oh, I forgot what I was saying. Anyway, they thought I'd nicked 50 quid. Corey? Were you in Corey? No. Were you in anything? No. Where had the fifty pounds gone? It was it was a con by some Arabs. What for fifty pounds? They did a con, and it was never explained to me. There was a con going around. It was in Slough. There was a con going around where some Arabs would cleverly trick people. It's not racist. It's descriptive. Would trick pe- people that working in stores to somehow give them fifty pounds, and they didn't know that they'd given it to them. Oh, and so they and they thought I'd nicked it. And I was like, whoa, guys, can't, I'm their star Christmas employee. They want me to go to management training. I hadn't nicked it. Anyway, what I'm saying is I am self-employed. How we got here? Yes. So in some ways it could be argued the benefit cuts have been a good thing. But what were you in? Uh, I, was, I've, I was in a film with Angelina Jolie. Uh, Not one of her. Girl Interrupted? No, no, no. You were in a film with Angelina Jolie? Yeah. What, explain. What do you mean explain? I was well, in a what film. film. What happened? What was your role? I, Give us a line from your role. Don't IMDB me. <laughs> um, I was in a film, um, a cult film, I guess you could call it. OK. Called uh, Breaking Borders. I think okay. it was called Breaking yeah, Borders. Yeah, And what was your part? I was the MC of a party, uh, a fundraiser set in 1984. Oh, so you were kind of a geek? No, I was, just, I was the MC. I was a comedian. I had to write a stand-up comedy routine as though it was 1984 and then deliver it. And oh, what, so that wasn't a stretch. <laughs> well, tell us a line from it. What did you say? Um, OK, all right, here's a line from it. OK. Um, uh, I, I'm trying to remember. Um, the, oh, yeah, you had to write your own script. What kind of film was this? Phil, it was directed by Martin Campbell, the guy that directed Goldeneye. Boom! Oh, um, yeah, uh, Ethiopia was pleased to hear about the Band-Aid oh, single yeah. until the Phil Collins drum solo translated as... 
Oh, no, I probably can't tell that joke you on the radio. You can't tell that joke. No. Was that okay in the 80s? It was fine. It was fine. Um, anyway. So hang on. And this went... This, <laughs> I'm trying to talk this about was, entrepreneurs. Was it? Was it released in the cinema? Yes, I went and saw it. I went and saw it in a cinema in New York. I was in in the first five minutes. After that, I got up and walked out. I'd seen enough. Oh. You left your own film. Well, I saw my bit. I wasn't in it after. It was a rubbish... It was a, you know, it was a cult film. I'm really impressed, though, that you... That's when she kissed me on the cheek and told me she thought I was funny. Aww. Oh, pity you. No, right, anyway, what I'm, try- I'm trying to start a phoner and you're absolutely... Go on, then, go on, go on. I've got one. What films have you been in? No. <laughs> 08459 no. 5, 5, 5. no. Or tell us about any time that you've been on telly. I was once on Trisha and Kilroy. No. 08459 Catherine, 5, 5, help me here. I'm trying to start a serious thing. Have the benefit cuts uh, been a good thing? How much now. did you get paid for the for the film? I think I got I think I got three grand and a first class flight to Canada. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Did you spend the three grand trying to get back out of Canada? Yeah. Entrepreneurs, call me now. Have are you an entrepreneur? Have the benefit cuts been a good idea in your opinion? And have you been on telly? Oh, for goodness sakes! Oh wait, it's a good one. I don't know why I'm being penalised for her. Hmm? You shut my mic off, and being she's what? the one doing that. I can, the thing is, if I don't shut your mic off, penalised, uh, then I can still hear her bleed through. Oh dear. See, listen. Go on, say something. No, not you. The other one. Me. Yeah. See, she's bleeding through. Oh, okay. So stop it, both of you. Benefit cuts, have they been a good idea or not? 08459 555 And have you ever been on Kilroy? Uh, Justin. Yes. Story on the front page of the Daily Telegraph. Benefit cuts lift self-employment. Bank of England figures suggest that the coalition's welfare reforms have helped to create a new generation of entrepreneurs. Mm. And basically the story is saying... Um, that the benefit cuts had a lot of criticism, but actually it has encouraged a significant number of people more than ever to get off their backsides and go and uh, start their own businesses, work yeah. for themselves. And you've been out talking about this, haven't you? <laughs> no, I can do if you want me to. Oh. That wasn't the instruction. What have you been out the, talking about? Well, the instruction was, um, I got a call at 8 o'clock saying, um, Kelly mentioned TV programmes. Can you go and find me somebody who's appeared on Kilroy? I'm live in London Colney, the home of the big tour. Kelly! What on earth is going on here? Ever been on TV? 08459. No, Kelly, I wanted you to send him out and do the entrepreneur story. I can still do it. Our benefits cut's a good thing. You've sent him out to do it. Have you ever been on Kilroy? Yeah. What? Light-hearted fun. Not Kilroy. But this. Oh, what it, oh. Sometimes he could be light-hearted. I used to like it when he scooched up next to the lady and said, Oh, sorry, love. Oh. He did that to me. Did he? Yeah. Why would... No. Didn't apologise, though. This is a really... This could have been my chance to make it. This could have been my chance to get on Five Live. I'm up for two Sonys and you're going out asking if he's ever been on Kilroy. This could have been it. I could have been on Radio 4. I could have been on the Mark Forrest show tonight with this. Mm, I think What's the like matter with Kilroy? What's the problem with people watching Kilroy? <laughs> he used to do that, didn't he? Did anyone ever kill Roy? Who? I Who? hope not. Mm. Who are you talking... Well, who's that? Why are you being Roy Lippman in those phone adverts? <laughs> I don't get it. All right, Justin, well, you're, yeah. you're, you're, Kelly, I'm having a word with you afterwards. OK, mate. Well, listen, Ka- boss, w- would you still like benefits before nine? No, Justin, don't bother. You sure? Yeah, don't bother, mate. I can mate. do it for you. Don't I bother. I can turn this around. You'll right. be on Radio 4 next week. All right. Yes, yes, I would. I would okay. like it. If, if that's what you want, I'll do it for you. I'd like it. OK. And then we'll see which is the best. Ah, yes. Yeah, that's the best, best off. OK, so you've yes. asked, uh, have you ever been on... Um, well, I don't even know what Tell you asked. I don't even care. Just, just you do it. OK. Have you ever been on a TV show? Yes, I have. Um, oh, 
yeah, you've presented a TV show. Yeah, um, several. But, um, I'm here this morning in London, Coley, asking people if they have ever appeared on a TV show. Um, this is quite interesting. Take a listen to this. Now, here's Lindsay uh, here in London, Colney. You haven't appeared on TV, but your brother has. Tell us the story. Um, my brother was on the British Bake Off, one of the first series, Ben Fraser. Um, came pretty far in it. Yeah. So, How proud were you? Yeah, pretty proud. It was, it was a shock knowing he was on there. A friend of mine told me he was on it, and then... A yeah. friend of yours, yeah. not your brother. No, <laughs> but um, no, really proud of him. He did really well on it. He's now got um, his own cake business that he set up. So off the back of that program, I think so. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah, he's also done a few radio shows and stuff. So, and yeah. how is it when you're sitting at home and you're seeing your brother on television and you're knowing that millions of people are watching that as well? How strange, how weird is that for you? Yeah, odd, but it's unexpected for my brother. So <laughs> he's very much like that. So. I know that you say, just last you say that he's gone on to have a, a cake business off the back of that TV show. Certainly gave him a platform. Um, did the success, did the fame go to his head? Not any more than normal. Not any more. He's always done acting and everything ever since he was little. So um, doing gang shows and local shows and then... Yeah, I just remember that he did the British Bake Off, so... Well, they've sent me out today saying, find somebody who appeared on Kilroy. I think we're done slightly better, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Thank you very much. Take care. No worries. There you go, boss. Even on the Mickey Mouse phone-ins, yeah. I still deliver hashtag just saying. <laughs> and you got, you, he was an entrepreneur. And, well, yes, yeah. Well, actually, do you know what? I've killed two birds with one stone there. Two birds, yeah. one stone, He, he was out of work. He went on the Great British Bake Off, and now he's got his cake business. There you go. How's that? Radio 4 next week. Justin, you, sir, are a legend. I'm worried about when the kids become teenagers. I mean, they're grumpy now at four and two. Flipping heck, they're grumpy. But at 15 and 13, when they're taller than me, ganglier than me, and their voices are like, oh, Dad, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it, Dad. It's going to be nightmarish. My uh, daughter has discovered the shower at the age of five. So we've already got the, you've run the hot water off! Oh, man. She's still in there singing at the top of her lungs, completely oblivious. Um, and I think we've got a recording of your daughter actually singing at the top of her lungs. I think uh, I've got it right. This is her, isn't it? Yeah. That's me and her dad. Won't you come home to me? Won't you come Yeah, you say it's, that's that's that scene already. And how old is she? Five. Five. Five years old. Very clean, though. Squeaky clean. Bye. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. He's actually waving. Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts, and bucks on FM, AM, digital radio, and online at bbc.co.uk/slash Three Counties. 